It's time to venture into the Filmverse, a movie fan podcast where we delve into the never-ending recesses. Oh my god, I can't pronounce that word. Recesses of cinema and report our findings. <laughs> I'm Bryce Payne. And I'm Mitchell Chandler. And today on our very first episode of Into the Filmverse, we will be discussing the quote-unquote number one movie in the world, Tenet, the 1951 Best Picture winner, American in Paris. Boom. Daniel Day-Lewis's There Will Be Blood, and Tom Holland's new Netflix film, The Devil All the Time, including mentions and discussions on various films we watched throughout the week. Be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers, Bryce Payne at Payne Reviews, and Mitchell Chandler at Mitch Reviews. Today, we dive into our thoughts on Christopher Nolan's new blockbuster. We're going to go off the top with some more recent movie news. Yeah, looks like um, Jonathan Majors was cast as... uh King, uh, well, rumored to be King, um, in the new Ant Man three movie. I don't know. What did you? I really don't even know who that is. I'm not even. Honestly, honestly, I didn't know who it was either. Um, <laughs> but I did see he was he was in Defy Bloods, so I'm normally watching. I'll, I'll, I'll watch, watch that, that soon. So like, I'm you should know who he is. <laughs> I only I didn't watch the the Five Bloods for him. I watched it for fucking um. I would both. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I was going to watch it for because you know, of course, his recent passing, but um. Yeah, I, I, I probably plan on watching it at some point, but it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Chad Boseman doesn't really do much in it, but he's a good actor for what he does. What do you think about him? Might be he might that he might be gang. I, I kind of want it to be true because I feel like every single time, <laughs> every, every time a person's cast in a new Marvel movie, they always like grasp at the straws, like, oh, this is gonna be this character. This is gonna be this, this character, character, right? It could it could literally just be like a general, you know, just some okay. random guy. But if it is if he is king, do you think he's gonna be the new Thanos, or do you think it's just gonna be? It won't be a one off because if, it, if he is king, I think they'll um they'll have him in it and just be gone for a couple movies, and he'll come back and like slowly work his way back up. Yeah, because that would suck if he just like was in there and then was just like, <laughs> I'm Kang, and then that was it. Because like, uh, that's like that like, that could be such a waste of character for just to be an Ant Man three. But they've also it's heard like, that not only that, but Ant Man three, they're gonna put right, Ant Man three. <laughs> but I've also heard that like it's gonna be a they they want to introduce the Fantastic Four and the X Men in this one. Well, I've just heard the rumors of that. I'm not really sure. If it's true. Oh, dude, my favorite rumor of the Fantastic Four is that they were um, they were competitors of Hank Pym in like the '60s. And they got stuck in like another dimension. That's how they got like that's why they come back all of a sudden is because like oh we've been trapped here. But it's like there's been no mention of these people for like you know seventy years. That's fair. I mean I feel like you could I feel like the X or not the X Men the uh, Fantastic Four you can really introduce them anyway in, in the MCU because yeah. they're not really they, they're they just not, have powers. It's not like X Men with right. mutants. That I have no idea how they're gonna bring that in because like I feel like it's just cheap just to do the multiverse and be like yeah they've just been in another universe all time but they don't have the precedent with the rest of the characters or you know they they don't have that world established like i'm like in all the rest of the uh, just that the x-men are um, yeah, it's, it's like um blade like i have a tough time believing that vampires just are like roaming the streets yeah it just in the marvel cinematic universe just vampires everywhere but also like at least for that one it's like an underground thing anyway so it makes sense for well them just to be i good see okay i can see that dr strange inter- for the multiverse if he was like if, if he introduced blade and all that like in there because i could see that like that wouldn't be a huge issue because like i but the whole thing with X-Men, just how much the, the history they have. They're like, oh yeah, Logan? Yeah, it's more the 1700s, but we just haven't seen him. You know, kids can well, blow up schools, but we haven't seen him. Whatever they do, though, they have to bring Brian Reynolds as a Deadpool back. I know we got topic, I, we have topic here, but... No, <laughs> okay, okay, so speaking of Ryan Reynolds, this is my favorite thing. It's like, now they're saying he might not even be playing the same Deadpool. Trigger. Oh, well, see, okay, I don't care if he's playing a Deadpool. I don't care. As long as his mouth's not shut, I don't care. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to go back to those days? The no, dark days? The dark days, exactly. Yeah, but no. Overall, I mean, um, I'll have to check out a few more movies for Jonathan Majors to to know whether I'm excited for this. Like, I feel like I reckon. I'm gonna look him up real quick. I'm gonna 
I feel like I've seen it in something. Speaking of Letterbox, don't forget to follow me at Mitch Reviews, but Mitch with a Y, so it's M Y T C H. And I totally and Bryce at Pain Reviews. John Majors, and I think I misspelled the whole question. Well, it's Jonathan. I, I think he goes by Jonathan Majors. <laughs> but I was like, why is there so many Johns in Hollywood right now? There's like John Boyega, John John Majors. If you're not, if you're John not named Travolta, not Jerome Travolta. What's the other guy? It's John. I said it earlier. It's um, John Majors, John Boyega. Oh, and John Washington, which in Tenet, which we'll be talking about soon. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, he was in The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, wait, is that a new one? Uh, it's not new, it's just, like, his highest rated. Oh. But, yeah, I, I actually own that. I actually really want to watch that. I've been meaning to. About the same time I bought Sorry to Bother You, and after watching Sorry to Bother You, I, I, I just never got around to that. <laughs> I, so that film, I actually gave it to my mom and dad. Or, not my mom and dad. Her, my mom and her um, fiancé. And... <laughs> They hated that film. I was like, uh, it was like I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is this film? I love it. And then I gave it to them to watch and they're like, this was terrible. Why did you give us this? I feel like it's not terrible. It's just weird. Just honestly, I was like an hour in and I was like, this is pretty good. This, this is a pretty good film. And then it was just like, Horse Dick. Yeah, Horse Dick. Which honestly, no. Even if you have never watched the film, Horse Dick, you just that's just you'll, you'll understand when you get to it. But the best thing is, I had a coworker right, and he was like telling, like I was telling him I wanted to watch this, and he was like, yeah, man, it's a really good movie. You'll love it. And I was like. Oh shit! This is like get a really good glowing recommendation, right? And then I came back to work like after I watched it, and I was like, "You fucking bastard! <laughs> you could have given me a warning or, you something. or something." Yeah, no, it's just it, honestly, it's like what other film we watched? There was just that one eighty. Uh, it was recently the British film. I can't. I always forget the name oh, of that. God, is it the Full Monty? No, no, not the Full Monty. The the other one with with it was the, the Pub Crawl. Oh, the world's end. I the world's end. Movie. Yeah, it's just like, it was just like that. Well, complete one eighty. I was just like, what is happening? I don't understand. Also, <laughs> you thought like made it worse for you too. You're like, I just wanted a pub crawl movie. Honestly, I was like, well, I was. Yeah. They said it was so, so for me. And plus, I was falling asleep the whole time. But that's just me. <laughs> um, way off topic. Anyway, Jonathan Majors was reportedly cast as Kang, quote unquote. But he is cast in Ant Man three. But yeah, he's quote unquote. Cast, they just haven't revealed what he's going to be. I don't want to be Kang, but that's just me. I don't care if he would be king. I, if, I just hope I that even, okay, I just I, hope that he's something that's going to be. If he is king, I just hope it's a recurring. I just don't even know who King the Conqueror is. Like I've heard rumors of him, but I have no real clue who he is. Because like, I'm not he's big, time traveler. Well, I know that, but I thought he was like a like a person from the future that comes back to evade the past, right? That's all. Actually, all I know is he's a time traveler. I don't really know much else besides that. No, I think he like tries to balance time, or he makes sure time doesn't get messed with. Which I guess that's what. Captain America did and that was the last one. So what if what if Kane the Conqueror like makes Captain America like turn back into a regular Captain America instead of being old? Oh, Chris, he rips him out of Chris Evans already fucked his chance in the MCU over. He oh so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't his fault. It was an accident, okay? You know what? Okay, but think about how Disney reacts to things like John Boyega's like boycotting Star Wars right now and they're like anyway, here, look at look, we got more properties coming out, more movies, and John Boyega's like, bruh. That's fine. Right. I think he's just he's just more of like Taking political stances on stuff, not necessarily political, just just a strong stances on how he feels and stuff. He's and I just don't think I don't think I don't think studios and stuff like like that image of people that take no, strong they don't stances. Want shitting on them, or, well, not necessarily shitting on them, but I just think it's taking strong stances. But even though I, I feel like as an actor with your own work, I feel like you should be able to for, like say how you feel about it. If you don't like it, you don't like Especially it. Especially when you're not under contract anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have the freedom to do this. Yeah, I mean, he did his obligation to the movies. He stayed quiet while he was doing the movies and did made good business. So like afterwards, if he wants to say say whatever he wants about it, he can. He's like, "Fuck Disney, <laughs> <laughs> it sucked." But yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have different thoughts on that. But so I heard speaking of news, the, uh, I heard you watched the new Dune trailer. I did actually, and it was actually announced topic. So great transition. <laughs> um, I, as far as yeah, I honestly 
I don't know. I, I thought it was okay, but it wasn't like what I was expecting. I, I have not seen the trailer yet. I have been lacking on that. Have you seen? Oh, you haven't seen the new? Okay. Have you I've seen, seen? I saw the one we saw in theaters back when we watched Tenet. Okay, that's fair. But that's it. That was like a teaser. It wasn't yeah. even it. But like, I love Timothy Chalamet, so I was like, oh shit, he's going to be the lead. But then like, you're telling me now that like, you're not impressed. So I'm like, well, oh, okay. Cool. So the whole thing oh, is, I've just heard, I've just heard so much like the Dune is like the science fiction thing to watch. And yeah, I just it's from don't. Fucking like seventies or something. Yeah. Thing to watch. Or it's like, you know, it was a book first and people were like, it was released in 1984. Okay. Fair. The first and movie. people, but that's like some of people's like favorite sci-fi stuff. And I was just looking at it. It looks kind of, I was like, looks kind of dry. I don't know. I mean, I know it's based on a desert Island, but as far as just like the movie, I was like, I don't know, but I will give it my full. Um, well, I'm gonna give it a complete chance. Yeah, of course. I, Timothy Chalamet. I've I've only seen the first time I saw him was in Little Women, which you recommended, which I finally watched. And right. Like, Holy shit, he's really good. But then like, he kept like popping up in movies I was watching, like um, Lady Bird, uh, Call Me by Your Name. Like that was a weird fucking movie. That's what I I thought it was a little dull, but we'll, that's not that's not a topic at all. It's just a but, movie. Um, but uh, Oscar Isaac's gonna be in Dune. Oh, you, uh, he's um, Oscar Isaac. Why is that so much? Oh, oh yeah, Dan, 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 Dameron. Josh Brolin. You know I'm so mad that John Boyega and and, and um, Oscar Isaac. I'm so mad that they they, <laughs> they didn't get together in that film. <laughs> I was so mad because like the whole time they had this, such as this romance going on, and then at the end they're just like, no, Paul can have his girlfriend, and I'm like, no, but that ship though. But then they have like Dave Bautista, Zendaya, fucking. Okay, I'm not excited for Dave Bautista. I'll be honest with you. Jason Momoa's casting this. Today is cool. Jason Momoa is uh, iffy. Oh, no, he's, I know he's Aquaman, but he's, he's just iffy. I feel like he just—he's a. Bit, I don't know. As a Doc Rocky, he's great. Um, oh, Rebecca Ferguson's in it. She was in Doctor Sleep. That was you know, a really good. Movie. I, I'm excited to see more, but with Tim, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, I fucking love. He him. was he was supposed to be Spider Man before. Like he was he yeah, was, he, on, he got, he, he was uh, three. Yeah, he tried. Yeah. My my problem is a lot of people are now shitting on it because they're like. They shouldn't be trying to force Timothy Chalamet down everyone's throat. Like he's the next big action star. star. I know. No, that's that's Tom Cruise when he's going to space with Tesla. That's with with um, Elon Musk it's and it. filming a. That's, I mean, that's gonna be crazy. That'd be a fun story to talk about. Also been cast in the French Dispatch by Wes Anderson. That's what's come out this year, but totally fucked up. That's the one you were showing. Those are the movies you were showing me with, like yeah, with Wes Anderson with like uh, the Fox or the, the Fox, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fox, and then wasn't there, there was that ship movie? I forgot. The with, Life um, Aquatic of Steve Zissou. I can't believe you were not so impressed by that. I was, I was so <laughs> depressed by that. Like, they were bad, but they were like Wes what Anderson are movies? movies are whack. They I are. I love them. I've seen like look at my look at my fucking. It's ninety three percent of his filmography watched because I haven't seen the French Dispatch. Oh my god, that's a lot. <laughs> I love him. Wow. But no, well, I, um, I, I just I hope Dune's good because there's this guy at work who's read the book, watched the movie. He's a big fan. He's telling me, he's like, man, I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited for it. I'm like, I don't fucking know what it's about. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, it looks interesting. I don't know. Like, I, I, I have no clue what it's going to be about. I know there's like giant worms. I guess that's, our, that's our millennial, millennial talking. I mean, I, I mean, I expect it to be somewhat decent. I mean, that's what I hope any movie is, is to be somewhat decent. I don't really usually go into movies expecting anything because as long as I expect nothing, usually it's better than nothing. So. I, I totally expect things every time I go. It's <laughs> just like, I don't care. I have expectations. I, it better be good. Like, well, do like, um, uh, Tenet? <laughs> yeah, speaking of Tenet. Um, I'm really excited for Tenet. <laughs> that was the most recent movie we've seen in theaters. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold NDA. on. <clears throat> 
And uh, <laughs> damn NDAs. Damn NDAs. I know. We can't talk about a certain something. But uh, <laughs> NDAs. You want to get sued for a million yeah. dollars. <laughs> Just bleep out everything was we say with NDAs. A million or ten dollars? Ten million. I think it was like. I was like a million or something like that. Yeah. A million dollars, like damn, you guys really want to protect this, anyway. But anyways, I won't say what we saw, but we saw a special screening of something. But we can't talk about that. So we're gonna talk about Christopher Nolan's uh, new time time warping movie, Tenet. Um, overall, I thought it was okay. Um, it mainly. I, I really want to watch it again because I feel like if I watch it again, I'd catch more. See, I feel that, and but because you said that when we left the theater, but I was also like. Yeah, but I feel like if I had to see a movie again, it didn't do its job. Like, if I had to see a movie again to understand it. Like, if I wanted to see a movie again just because I wanted to see it again, that's what, like, that, it, oh, that, it did its job for sure. My, my thing is, I understood it. I was like, love theater. I was explaining to you and Jada about what was what's like, going I don't on. Know. I was like, I, I think halfway through the movie, I kind of was just like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of like, going to sit here and enjoy the ride. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, starting to guess things like halfway through. I was like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. All right. And it just kept flowing. I was like, yep, definitely. Yep. I'm still, still on track. And then the movie ended. I was like, I bet if I rewatch it, I will catch some things. I, I, will, some I will things. notice more. But I'm going to read my um, review from Letterboxd just because just um, it's already written. Just because it's already written, and I and I know I wrote it down somewhere here. Um, and it might sound a little rough, but uh, anytime you deal with the time travel aspect, you have to set your gro- your own ground rules and explain it to, to the audience so that you they can follow along what's happening. Tenet purposely set their ground rules throughout key moments of the movie, assuming the viewer would keep up. And while the concept itself is not difficult to grasp, the understanding of the actions it presents is hard to comprehend slash perceive. The scenes happen so quickly that by the time they're over, I was left breathless, but overwhelmingly confuzzled. Uh, it also had confuzzled. It also had a long runtime, while continuously entertaining was tedious nonetheless. The movie didn't really ramp up until about an hour into into it, um, and intriguing. It was an intriguing hour, mind you, but the promise of the time inversion slash manipulation didn't really come into play until then. Um, imagine source code meets Scooby Doo in the Cyber Chase meets Inception having gin and tonics with James Bond. That's pretty much how I'd uh, imagine this, or say this movie is. It's just a very hodgepodge of a movie that I I enjoyed overall, but I was also like I still don't know. I just I don't know, man. Like I don't remember any of the people's names in the movies. Like the like the uh, I know the actors' names of Ethan Robert Pattinson, John Washington, but like. The, I can't tell you who they played. Was their actors' no, names? No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's but, uh, probably because it was so hard. I mean, I mean. Okay, so I, ha- I, we didn't have this issue, and I feel like that was because of the theater we were in. But I know a lot of people have been arguing, or you know, been talking about how it's had like audio mixing issues, and said so they couldn't even hear what the actors were saying. So that could have been a part I had of that it. Issue when they were had accents like the people with the French accents, and they'd be wearing the masks. So it's like hello, and they sound like Bane. Bane. <laughs> <laughs> that was just hard to hear because they had the accents with the mask, but. uh no, I am. I really enjoyed it. But can we just talk about how fucking cool Gilderoy Lockhart was in that movie? <laughs> I feel like every time you pointed him out, I was like, "What?" I keep forgetting because he doesn't look like him. <laughs> it was like he played. It was the. It was he was the was the Russian dude or? He was the Peyton dude. Yeah, he was the dude that was like yeah, yeah okay. Russian. Yeah, but it's so weird to watch. But he doesn't look like him at yeah, all. We just went from everything that we're Express, and I was like, "Hey, man." Oh, which is also boring. I was so disappointed by that film. I was looking forward so much forward to it, and I actually didn't. I, when when it came out in theater, I didn't go watch it because my dad had went to the theater and told me it wasn't that great. And I was like, "All right, I guess I won't go." But then, which I don't know why I listen because usually my dad has weird, different tastes in movies than I usually do. Somewhat same. My dad has the shittiest taste in films. He literally thinks like the worst films are the best <laughs> films. It makes me so upset every time. I'm like, 
Infinity War was really so shit. Thought, like, no, it's shit. No, dads and films. Like, I, what movie I need to see that I think a lot of, like, I wouldn't say older generation, but, like, parents I think is awesome is Highlander. And I haven't seen it yet. I try watching. I see, okay, I've seen the show, man. That's a show? Yeah, it, has a, it had a show in the 80s. Oh, That's it. whack. I did not know okay, that. so I actually, I my dad was a huge fan of that show, and I actually, like, he let me watch it. And I have actually seen a couple of the movies. Yeah, Highlander was a sh- was a TV show. No, because they say Highlander is like the greatest film ever, and then Highlander Two is the worst film ever. I was like, how do you go from the best to the worst? Who does that? Oh, it's very simple with this with this because like they had Highlander the series from 1992 to 1998, and it was just like a whack fucking show. But I remember like every single time they had to decapitate each other because that's how they like take their power. Yeah, it's just these fucking modern day times. These people walking with fucking giant ass swords <laughs> and basically fighting other person, be like. You, I need your power. I need your head, boy. They're all immortal, invincible people, and the only way to kill them is by cutting off their heads. That sounds like some creative stuff. And when they cut off their heads, they absorb all their power, so the goal is to kill all the other people and become the most powerful. Wow. It's fucking whack, man. This shit's crazy. That's the TV show? That's the TV show. I'm pretty sure the movies do it too, but I've never seen the movie. Well, that's something we need to do. Because, like, uh... I think I, I think oh, I own it. I, I, I just thought I said like when I, I tried watching that like, five minutes of it, and he was like in a parking lot of like a sports stadium, like a parking garage, and he was fighting some dude with swords, and I was like, "What is going on?" And that kind of just like tuned out. I didn't I really. really I stopped it. Crazy, like uh, God, I can't even. Oh, I can't even remember what it. Like I'm trying to find what the series is about. This has nothing to do with Tenet, but I don't care. Fair, <laughs> you're right. It doesn't. No, it's just fine. Go. It's fine. I'm enjoying this. That's why we venture into the film verse. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like uh, they lived like the dude's been alive for four hundred years and was one of many immortals in the world. He's come to ask Duncan to return to the game to fight the sign of good and evil. The game was used as a term to describe their hunting of one another. Wow! By beheading their opponents, Duncan had been hiding from other immortals. Da, da, da. Yes. You have been beheaded. It's literally just a bunch of people like running around with swords, cutting each other's heads off. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. Makes me so happy. <laughs> and the show's really good, but I don't know, like a. Uh, What's that? John Washington, right? That's who played the main character in Tenet. Yeah. This is my first time I've seen him, I think, in like movie. I think so too, yeah. And he like blew me away. He was like so good. Yeah, he was really good. I was like, how did I not see this dude before? But I guess Christopher Nolan has a good for picking that stuff. Christopher, okay, look, I'm pretty sure I know how, why he made this movie, man. Why? He did Inception, which was fucking amazing. He, he wanted to make a movie that everybody could see twice. He is that what you're going to say? He sat there and he was like, yeah, I can make something crazier. <laughs> I can make something crazier. No, no. His, his idea was like, I want to make a movie where like people have to go to the series, to the theater to see it twice. God like, damn, we're going to make our 200 million. <laughs> two, right, exactly. Although as of right now, the box office only made 207 million, which makes Ooh. theaters look like shit. Yeah, I know. It's really not good for the theater situation right now. Of no, because of the pandemic. Uh, and then Black Widow says it's might Black get a push, oh, might get a push uh, again. Wonder Woman. I'm like, well, yeah, Wonder Woman did push, and I was like, no, no. no. <sighs> man, has it? That hasn't pushed yet, has it? I, I think it might have. I don't think it did because that came out in December, like December 24, 20 something. November twentieth. It better not have pushed yet. Right now, it still says November twentieth, but they're probably going to push it. If they push Black Widow, yeah, if they push gonna, Black Widow, they're probably going to push. There, there's no way they're going to let James Bond go in if they're not going to let Black Widow. Oh my god, that sucks so much! I and just want to uh, see movies. <laughs> what's that one? There's like one studio. I think it's Sony. Yeah, Sony's like we're not releasing any movies until the yeah they did. Up. Well, they pretty much did say that. Yeah, it's like. But what do they, what do they have? Morbius. They, uh, well, but then also they they don't have it, but they also don't have any movies coming out to like next 
May when it probably is solved anyway. So, you know, they, they kind of push their stuff far my enough pro- in advance. My problem with this, though, is I'm like, you guys are releasing the PS5. You yeah, can't afford to release your fucking Kind of like what Universal did with Fast 9. They pushed NDAs. Um, anyways, so <laughs> with our thoughts on Tenet out of the way, let's move on to our weekly movie night movie. Um, each Monday, we gather a bunch of our friends together and watch an Oscar-winning Best Picture film. Alternating between the older and newer years. With like, um, a pick movie once in a while. Great. Those are yeah. going to be a little weird because we're going to go like 1951's Best Picture, and then next week will be 2015's Best Picture, and right. it's going to be some random Just movie. Just a random movie we'll talk about. Exactly. Uh, but this week, we watched the 1951 Best Picture winner, American in Paris. Um, Bryce, do you want to start out and let me know what you thought about it? He ended up with the wrong one. Fair. <laughs> yep, that was pretty much the gist of the movie. That was just that was so upsetting because I was like, okay, so there's like these three guys in Paris. One's a Paris dude, and the other two are like American, right? Like I'm pretty sure you're both. American. I think the main protagonist was American, right? Yeah, he's American. Uh, I think Adam was also American. You remember his name? <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> I only remember Adam because he's my favorite character in the whole movie. I don't remember I don't... anybody else, but I remember Adam, and it's only because like this one scene where like uh, Henry, the other dude, the French dude's name was Henry. Henry Cavill, and it was Henry, Adam, not, not and the really main not. character. I think what, fuck, what was his name? It's gonna bother me now. I'm not sure. There's and Henry, check on Adam, that. and this other dude who I'm looking up right now about his name. He's played by um, Gene Kelly. Oh yeah, you, you you like that guy a lot. I love Gene Kelly. He's such a good actor. And yeah, I had never seen American in Paris, so I was just disappointed in the musical aspect of it because I was like, okay, if you're gonna call yourself a musical, don't just have like okay. So it wasn't like sing and dance. It wasn't like a lot of singing. It was mostly just like dancing. Tap dancing? Well, okay, I like tap dancing mostly because it's like and Gus, but um, as far as like the music, it, it was just like um, instrumental music and dancing. Like, that's all the majority of the music scenes were, and it was also, like, they were, like, five minutes each. And then there was, like, this whole 20-minute last act that was Jerry. on Jerry. Jerry? Gene, Gene Kelly played a guy named Jerry. Okay, Jerry so, Cole. my favorite scene in the movie was so funny, because Henry and Jerry are going after the same girl, which makes no sense, because Jerry has Milo, and Milo is, like, this rich, like, supportive, like, she she's really into him. You know, it's, at least to me, it seemed like she was really into him. Maybe she was just like, we can be friends, bro. <laughs> but I friends, thought bro. that she was really into him. And then he was like, I don't want to say using her because he just he's like, I'll pay you back. You know, he's like, he's trying to keep things silver, civil. But like, she basically like is like, you know, I'll give you a studio, I'll support your habit. I think you're really good at this, like, loving so yeah, and supportive. Guess- and then he's like, here's this 18 year old French girl that let me go try to bang. <laughs> and then Henry's dating the French girl because I guess he protected her during World War Two. And yeah, I mean- like, they're sitting at this table, and Adam's in the middle, and he's like talking to Jerry, and he's like. Yeah, so you really like a girl, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? What's her name? Oh. Oh. It's the, oh, that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know who that is. And then Henry comes in and he's like, man, I'm going to marry this girl. I'm going to And they're like, Jerry's like, oh, man, good job. Yeah, that's so great. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I mean, so for those oh, of you who don't know anything about American Paris, it's basically the premise is an American man is in Paris. And um, on, a, on, starts, a, on a scholarship for art. Yeah, on a scholarship for art. is failing. Yeah, and his art is failing, and, and so this and this random um, blonde, like really cute looking girl. She looks like she's rich. rich. Yeah, like she's, she's rich. rich. She drives. She has her own car, her own mansion, kind of thing. And she comes by and is like, "Yo, I'll help you out." And he was like, "No." And then she's like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I'm not an escort." That's right. Exactly. He's like, "I'm not an escort." And she's like, "Well, no, duh. I, I like your art." And he's like, "But it's not good." And she's like. But I think it's good. So, yeah, like, I think it's good. He's like, all right, fair. And then he just starts hitting on some random woman at like yeah, a boutique shop. Yeah, no, or was it? Not, they went on the date. 
Oh yeah, cool. But he did not. But he didn't know it was a date. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, it was like, silly. Let me take you on a date, and he's like. I'm going to talk to that girl with her. She's like, maybe next time I should go on a date and try to get with another woman. And, and then like, somehow he turned it on her that it was her fault. Like, he's like, I'm just getting up then. I'm like, what the f- I was like, bro, I was like, you, were on a, you were on a date with a, a, hot, date. A, a hot, rich, smart girl. How do you mess that up? <laughs> and then he follows that girl to her fucking house. And he like, goes to work. work. He work. goes to her work and he's like, we just got off on the wrong foot. I'm really not that bad. I'm like, I know. Like, That's manipulative. Like, no, like she just seems so uncomfortable with the whole situation. She's like, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't like, want to do this well, guy. I guess I'll go on a date with you. And then they fall in love? I know. It was just like the whole I was like, rest of that. I'm just like, why are they together? This is not right. And then the lady's just like, I wish you were with me. And then and like, just, they go, they end up like, Henry like, gets ready to marry the girl. Spoilers, by the way, like extreme spoilers. Sorry, I mean I'm sure nobody is gonna watch American in Paris from you guys, but <laughs> just <laughs> spoilers. And when he goes, like he tells like that girl, I've kind of, I can't remember her name, the red, short redhead girl. Uh, she, he's like, I love you, and she's like, Yeah, I'm getting married, and he's wait, like, Wait, Annie. No, her name's not Annie. It's I like, know, but I'm just talking about <laughs> the orphan from. The <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he Mr. Warbucks. She tells her like, I love Daddy you, and Wolbers. she's like. Well, I'm getting married. I, I can't. And then, he, then he, she's like, but if it means anything, I love you too. I'm like, why the why fuck you are say you like, that? What fuck? And then he goes like back to Milo and he's like, you know, I'm really sad. Like, I'm really, I mean, I'm in a really good mood. I'm not sad. Everything's great. Let's go to this party. And then he like sees Henry and like the girl and he's like awkwardly says hello. That's mine. <laughs> I just grabbed his water accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thanks for something. <laughs> I just forgot. Like, he goes, he goes to this party. And he's like, meets the redhead with Henry. <laughs> And then he's like, yeah, nice to meet you. We've never seen each other again. And then, like, this is like another one of my favorite parts. Anything with Adam was just fucking hilarious. Milo goes over to, like, Adam's, like, being a bartender. And she's, like, he's, like, talking shit about, like, oh, yeah, you know, his sponsor is a real dumbass. Like, she don't know shit. <laughs> we go the get we'll get <laughs> But he's, like, man, his, uh, his sponsor is real, real stupid bitch. Like, she doesn't know anything about him or anything. Like, you know, she's being dumb with him. And she's, like. Well, I'm his sponsor. And he's like, yeah, I know. And it walks away. No. And I was like, damn, savage. My favorite part of the film was was the forest. At least I think what was a forest. But like, this is another part that really upset me. There's a 20 minute dance segment after like the redhead mm-hmm. and the guy leave to go like to the, go to America. That was at the end, right? Yeah, and then yeah. it's just dance segment, and then it was on his fucking head. I told you. We we had to like spin, speed it up because it was so boring. Yeah. Right, oh, okay, but that was the worst thing. It was because I was just all on his head. Yeah, that was it. That. Nothing nothing actually happened. He just like he's like it all. Okay. And then, like, it cuts back to, like, the car pulling back up, and she's, like, leaking out the car. It's like, oh, Jerry! And it's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Like, Milo's right there. You don't need her. Like, Milo's so Jerry, loving, supportive. Jerry. And then, like, no. Okay. The forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so there's, like, this whole, at the beginning of the film, there was this scene where they were just, like, dancing, and I don't know, they were singing with, on a piano, and then this just random woman comes in the scene, just like this random old woman. Yeah, she's like creepy smiling to her. Creepy like, smiling, like, like awkward as fuck. She's like, like <laughs> insidious, <laughs> like smart, like insidious, like creepy ghost vibes. And she looks so uncomfortable on that set. Like they just dragged her up and was like, "Hey, you need to be in this scene." And she was like, "Oh," and then like she looked like she didn't belong. <laughs> oh. And then they tried to put her in by like dancing with her, and she was just like smiling the whole I fucking know. time. Like, just imagine if your grandma took out her teeth in the middle of the night and then just showed up in the middle of your room, like, just turn on your light and then just was like, hi. That's exactly then, what it looked like. And she showed up later and that's when we figured out she was a florist because we, right. we had no idea exactly. <laughs> she she was was just a, 
she was nobody. She was just like somebody that showed up on set and just walked on the thing. And they were just like, we can't, we can't stop shooting. Just, just go with just it. Go with it. <laughs> and like, Jake Kelly like grabs her, looks like he's trying to like get her off, and she like drag her the other way. And he's like, okay, <laughs> like this way. He's like, I'm not singing again. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Gene, we need to reshoot this. Like, nah, man, I ain't doing I'm, I'm it good. again. Like, like, you know how much work that was? I'm good. We're done. Just throw her in some other scene. So she shows up late in the background, staring straight at the camera. With this creepy ass smile on her face. Surrounded by a bunch of kids, I think, too. Weren't the kids there? Or was that the same, same God, scene? I can't remember. I just know that they, he was like walking by and she was just like in the floor shop with flowers, just staring at the camera with a creepy fucking smile. I know. It was, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> well, with our thoughts on American Paris out in the film burst. Well, what, what, did, what did you give American oh, Paris? I'll be honest, I, I think I gave it two stars. <laughs> I gave it two and a half. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that great. I, uh, so, so two stars for me means could be better. Or maybe I gave it three and a half. I don't actually remember. Maybe I gave it three and a half because I was like, I'm more forgiving than you are. <laughs> you are. I think you gave it a two and a half. If I remember correctly. I might have given it a two and a half. But yeah, no, I gave it a two and a half or a two, just a two because two means could be better. It wasn't a terrible movie, but it just was like I gave it three and a half. You did fair. That's I remembered wrong. That's fucking wrong. I'm going to put you down a three at least. <laughs> He's like, that's wrong. I'm going to talk about it again. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering. It doesn't deserve that. <laughs> What'd you give Tenet? Uh, I want to say a three. I should have said that. And three means a good movie for me. I gave it four. Um, Mainly because it's not a Yeah, I gave it three. Level. Yeah, exceptional level. Well, okay, but like inception level at home is like a three. Inception level in the movie theater in D-Box, that's like a four. Maybe a 4.5. I don't know. <laughs> well, for my first time watching uh, Inception in D-Box, that shit was amazing. Um, God, what else do we talk about? But... We talked we should, about Dune, so that wasn't... We should, yeah, but... Um, so, with our thoughts on American in Paris out into the filmverse, uh, we now move on to the movies we watched today. Um, today, we did a double feature of Daniel Day-Lewis's There Will Be Blood and Tom Holland's new Netflix film, uh, The Devil of All Time. Did you think these two were going to fl- flow together as well as they did? <laughs> I did not! <laughs> I, okay, really didn't. Like, they, they both had heavy uh, Christian priest themes that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> yeah, do that... Okay, so Paul Dano in There Will Be Blood. If you okay, so There Will Be Blood. Let's let's discuss that first. Yeah, exactly. We're just like yeah. compare the movies. That's fair. So There Will Be Blood. I have been wanting to watch because I'm trying to watch all the nominees for Best Picture, like ever. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch this anyway. So we decided to watch it. And man, dude, this was like two hours of boring, and like this dude just being a complete jackass like the entire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And like he basically just sat there. He was like, "I'm here for oil. Give me that oil. <laughs> Give me oil, boy." And he oh like, "Oh my god, what if oh, wait, Michael Rooker should have played that role?" He's like, "Give me your oil, boy." <laughs> oh, the Michael Rooker story I have. Oh, they have to tell you guys that sometime. Michael, Michael but... Rooker just M- Michael Rooker just has to be in everything because his voice just is so funny and serious role. <laughs> googly, 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 googly. I love it so much. But uh, no, it's like Daniel Day Lewis plays this oil prospector who like buys up a bunch of land from this like Christian family whose son is like a preacher mm-hmm. and like basically like shits on the whole fucking town and it's basically like I own fucking everything fuck I, your morals I own you and like the preacher's just like doing his thing cut a deal try to get $5,000 which I mean in 1912 was worth a lot of fucking money I guess yeah, it was after 1912 or something like that what was it what was it we were talking about that was a dollar it was a dollar for like a tip in their in their uh oh yeah it's like you gave him a dollar that was like you gave him a dollar for a tip you're like wow (laughs) a dollar that's amazing and i was like he's like are you for a cup of coffee that's it and i was like for a cup of coffee we'd be paying like a five dollar (laughs) tip five dollar tip and a five dollar coffee that's ten bucks please dan daily was his character who i can't remember the name of because i just did care i think his name was daniel i'm I'm pretty sure his name was just daniel no no it was 
Oh, for Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah. It was so Paul, Paul, Dano's, Paul Dano's character was Paul. Because, yeah, because I was like, Paul. His brother he played was Eli. Right. But like, we were just sitting there, we're like, what's your name? Paul. We're like, you fucking named his character Paul. Paul, his name is Paul. <laughs> and Daniel Day-Lewis is Daniel. It's like, really? You guys Y'all were, cheaters. You guys were really imaginative with those names, weren't you? What if they made the characters first and then just let those actors? That would be even funnier. They're just like... Yeah, we gotta cast the new Harry Potter. We need someone named Harry Potter. It <laughs> 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 probably exists now. It probably. Oh yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> you got people yeah, named sure. Harry all over the place. But uh, no, so it's That's an oil true. prospector who buys all this land for this town, starts shitting on this preacher and his family, basically like use them, drains all the oil from this place, and fucking berates his son for his son like going deaf, yeah, which he which caused. caused. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, son goes, well, okay, so spoilers again, sorry, but... Uh, <laughs> this is going to be spoilers all the I time. I drank your milkshake! Speaking of that, if you've, never heard, if you've heard that before but didn't know where it was from, it's this movie. So, <laughs> I drank it up! Dude, I just, I fucking, I don't know, I didn't really get good to the last 30 minutes. Like, nothing happened. That's what I'm saying, I, I think hours. The, the most fun, uh, or the most interesting or prospect, sure. Of uh, that movie uh, was really just the father, father and son relationship, but that didn't really yeah, develop. And then he threw him away on a train like halfway through the film. Yeah, and it just kind of just, he just disappeared, and it was like for like like an 40, hour for like an hour, forty five yeah, exactly forty five minutes an hour. And then when he shows back up, he's like adult, adult. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a little bit of him being a kid, and him being like, "Look, I got my son back in your face, jackasses." And then he just kind of like spits in his face, like his son's Yeah, his son's like, you know, I want to be my own man, Dad. I'm, I'm deaf. You know, I want to do my own thing. I'm married. Let me go, like, be my own man. I want to be an oil man. Like, but you. I still want you to love me as a father. Like, like, father like you're son. my dad. I want you to like be there for me. And his dad's like, "Fuck you, boy. I ain't your daddy." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, dude, you raised this kid since he was a baby, and you're gonna yeah. be like, "I'm not your dad." Like, that's not how that it's shit works. Yeah. Like, I know, don't even know. I, this, his character wasn't even likable. I don't no, know. I mean, he's, he's a basically a, a lot of people really like this movie, Scrooge. but. He was – it was a great a great performance, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit actor, that. Like, holy shit. I'll admit that. But at the same time, it was like almost like I didn't like the character so much that I also didn't even care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this character could get raped in the middle of the night. I probably didn't matter. Like, I'm like, whatever. Speaking like, of rape in the middle of the night, <laughs> oh, uh, Tom Holland's Netflix film, The Devil of All Time, and Robert Pattinson and his oh and his, priest, his priestess – yeah, I don't know. So Robert we watched Pattinson, this movie literally like thirty minutes ago. We finished it. We did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Robert Pattinson, he plays this priest in this movie, and he just takes advantage of all these girls, and it's just messed up. Dude, he like messed up, fucks man. everybody. Like everyone scene in the car where he's like eating the girl out, and then he gets up and like wipes his face, like throws the fucking thing away. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> but it's also it's really weird that we just it's watched not, it. My Batman, oh, I know, right? And oh, the Batman trailer, and he's like, stop it, Batman, stop it. <laughs> The fellatio scene where he's like having, pushing the girl down on his dick while he's at home. And oh my gosh. And I'm just like, man, that's our Batman right there. That's our Batman right there. I was like, that's the dude that doesn't want to work out. You're in quarantine guy right there. How are you keeping in shape? I'm not. He's like, he's like, I'm not. Tacos, anyone? But no, okay, so. Tacos? I mean, that was the thing I just did there. Okay. This, this movie had such an amazing cast. Like, did. holy shit. And they all just kind of, well, I don't know. Like, everyone's kind of doing their do own thing. Like, I guess we sort of did spoilers. We, no, I'm not going to do spoilers for this one. Well, I can't, I guess. I don't know. I was like, but they all just, they all just died anyway. <laughs> so, like, all the actors. So as soon as they came in, they just like, bang, dead, bang, dead. And Tom of, Holland is like, see, okay, well, I liked, I liked Tom Holland, but at the same time, I still don't know if he's a good actor. Like, I know he's a good actor. 
But I just don't know if he's like he can get past the MCU. The MCU because like okay, because he is a Spider Man, right? But at the same time, it's, it's and hard. he is good in this one, and, and he's starting to break that mold a little bit. But at the same time, I just haven't seen anything where it's like Robert Pattinson, where I know he can go from the lighthouse, he can, to I don't know Tenant to freaking Batman to a, a, a sexual uh, a sexual predator priest, and I'll, it just like click with on every level. Speaking of Robert Patterson, did you hear about his filming the scenes in the lighthouse? That's just funny as hell. I did not hear about that. He, um, <laughs> he basically, like, in order to do, like, he has a masturbation scene in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. In order to do that, he actually was, like, masturbating? Ew, no. And so basically, it was just the cast filming him, getting himself off in complete silence. <laughs> and it was, like, his second day of filming. That's... That's dedication. They like, they like showed up on set, and the director's like, "Hey, man, hey, we're doing your match race to see." Fuck yourself. <laughs> and he sat there in full seriousness. He, he shows up, fucking. He shows up, racking his dick. He shows up, and the guy hands him a bottle of lotion. He's like, "All right, like, get to work. Get to work. <laughs> what are we? Paying this you is your for? job." <laughs> no, see, that, okay, okay, but that, it's really crazy. It's weird. It's weird, but you, when you say it like that, but also I mean, people have sex scenes all the time, you know. And, in movies. Well, like, they're not actually doing No, I know, though. but I'm just they, saying, like, but they still have to get naked and stuff that. Fucking going, yeah, for the movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, did he decide that it was his decision he was going to do that, or did, like... I'm pretty sure he was, like, I'm going to get... creepy. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of... this. I mean, you, there, you, got, you got weirdos like Jared Leto, or, like, I think... He'd go too much in the method. Yeah, I think he like what he like sent a rat, dead rat or something to oh, yeah, uh, and he would walk Margot Robbie's house, like a weirdo. in New York City and be, like, doing the Joker voice. ah, ah. 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 Out, and then, like, I was like, what kind of laugh is that, bro? Stop it. But uh, no, Robert Pattinson, I feel so bad for him because I feel like most people don't like trust his acting performances anymore. I know. They'll, they'll get over it. It'll, it'll happen literally soon. literally just but... because he was in Twilight. They're like, that's the Twilight well, boy. Well, like, every single buddy, like every time anybody's, anybody's casted that like you wouldn't expect, they're like, oh, that guy that did that. Because like Hugh Jackman, but when he was cast in um, X-Men. X-Men, yeah, first X-Men, they were like, because they said he was too short, because he was in, so, I think, some uh, Broadway plays, and they were like, what, like a Broadway guy? I think even Heath Ledger had some heat for whatever. Heath Ledger had a lot of heat. A lot of people were like, really, the dude from A Knight's Tale is going to be Joker? Right. It, well, that's what everybody brings up when you know when people say this. But And I'm sure there are some people that will just stick to it their, just, like, oh, Robert Redd's in Twilight, that's whatever. But a lot of people will come around to it. If but it's just sad, because like, he's done so many smart. movies since Twilight that are so good. I know. And everyone's just like, nah, man, that's a, that's a Twilight boy. It's like, Yes, that's a Twilight. Well, he also was in like Harry Potter and the Goblet like, of Fire. That's why Twilight Tenet. was somewhat good, though. <laughs> He's the only one that carried that movie. He you did. You think Bella? You think, oh, what was her name? You Kristen think Stewart? You think Kristen Stewart carried that movie? She's like she was just in. She what, just looked away in the distance um, the entire movie. Like she did. She was just also, uh, also in Charlie's Angels, and she has not improved much. I'll tell you that. She can't get down with the director. <laughs> She's, she can't. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> well, that's what she did with Snow White and the Huntsman. That's true. I didn't, I didn't know that. That was her affair. She had an affair with the director. Did she really? Movie. Yeah. I did not know that. People fucking shamed her for that. They're like, really? You're going to fuck the director in your movie? And she was just full on doing it. I think she was dating Robert Patterson at the time, too. She was. She, they dated? I did not know that. It's like TMZ shit. I don't even know any of that stuff. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just because I remember when it happened and reading the news because I was in film class and I was like, man, that shit sounds whack. So since I didn't, I don't think I shared it with you yet. Um, I'll, I'll have you go first. What did you give There Will Be Blood? Four and a half stars? <laughs> Wait, no, not four. Not, I was thinking I'll double all the time. Oh. I gave, I'm pretty sure I gave that movie like three stars. Okay, yeah, I gave it three stars too. Um, I just, 
Maybe three and a half because of the final 30 minutes. I just thought it was really loud a lot of the times for some reason. Dude, that music overshadowed yeah. the dialogue. Oh, the, the music. The it was like the music they were playing was very dramatic and it did not feel like it matched the visuals at all. And I was just like, I, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Dude, it was like, it's, it's like felt like a horror movie the whole time with the music. It was like yeah. Eerie, it was like, like a eerie, like, dro- like heavy pounding drama music. Like, but then also it was just like, we're just going to walk around and like, just look dramatic, but we're not going to actually do anything. Yeah, it's except like, for the yeah. few times. Except for the few, like, each other all fucking yeah, day. Exactly. The only shocking moments was like when the people got killed all of a sudden, because like the dude's in the in the oil well and there's just like pipe. It's like, oh shit! Right. Yeah, yeah, there's like two of those scenes too. Yeah, where only, I was only like, like okay. two of them. But devil all the time. Oh my god, man! That movie held nothing back. <laughs> nothing. Like Bill Skarsgård. For like the thirty minutes he's in the movie, phenomenal. Tom Holland for like the thirty minutes he's in the movie, Tom phenomenal. Murder <laughs> Robert Patterson is like creepy as shit. Yes. His accent's so but weird. He like still so, spoken. It's like Ooh. I know, but I was like, how does he transform his voice like that from to what we just watched on Tenet to this like priest that he sounds exactly like he's supposed to? Like he doesn't sound awkward. It's because he's a good actor. Like Tom Holland <laughs> seemed like he was sort of out of the place when we saw. You know, we listened to yeah, him. Yeah, like I mean. A little bit. I yeah. feel like. At first, I, I feel like... like it, when it was very shocking. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Oh, that's oh not right. <laughs> it took a second to get into, but like Robert Pattinson, he was just like immediately, like, I'm into it. Yeah, it's like, it's insane. Everything just fits. Oh my God. Uh, uh, Clark, my God, what's his name? Hmm? The guy who played uh, the serial killer dude, I forget his name. It's like Clark. His last name's Clark. I know that. Uh, You said it earlier. I forgot. I know. I totally said it earlier. I totally had it memorized before we watched the movie, and then we watched the movie, and I don't remember. <laughs> But uh, I'll find it. Um, but he it, was really good for like the little bit he was in. Uh, Jason Clark, he yeah. was really he was really good. Sure. Riley Keono, I can't pronounce her name. She played Alice in the Alice Wonderland Tim Burton movies. Oh yeah, she was really good for like the little bit she was in. Sebastian Stan fucking played a villain. Oh, yeah, I mean like a villain. Okay, let's, let's no, I, I just like, but I'm just like I don't know. I, his his character was just kind of dull. Dudley's in this for yeah. like twenty minutes. And, it's just weird to see him even in movies, honestly, just now. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like uh, if you saw Rupert Grant in a movie. You'd be honestly, like, if, you, if no one to told you, if you know, if no one told you it was Dudley, though, you would not be. Able you to would know. know. Yeah, because yeah, he lost too much weight. He looks too different. Which is good, I think. For I mean, not necessarily the, the weight, whatever, but I'm just saying, good as far as differentiating his character from Harry Potter. Yeah, and then, because like you, you like you put Daniel Radcliffe in anything. Well, after like right after Harry Potter, you can't do anything. But yeah, like you said, you put Rupert Grant in something. It's just gonna be wrong. Like. <laughs> He's like, uh, fuck, um, God, I cannot remember their names. Emma Watson. Yeah. I'm thinking Elizabeth for some reason. I was like, that's not Elizabeth. That's an E. So she, so she did a pretty good job of breaking she, free of her mold. I know, but she's now gone to like the whole, like, I don't want to call it rom-com, but like. Yeah. She did like, the circle. Yeah. She always plays, did like, you see that one? I'm not. I saw I it earlier. But she always seems to play like these like frail women characters now trying to break the mold. Little or like women. women, or like yeah, little. I was reading that up. She didn't really do much in there. She's just kind of there for star she power. Did, yeah, she was probably, Yeah, I, I, I could agree like, with that. To like, no, I really agree with that because I think I think Florence Pugh and um. Oh, hundred percent. Timothy Chalamet, and Florence Pugh. What was it? Like, was it the, was the, the director with the main? Greta, no, Greta. That's the director. Oh, Greta Gerwig is the director. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she's like all I think about when I think of like these kind of movies. Uh. Um, so, I can't pronounce it. All I know is I'm excited for Florence, Florence Pugh. Ronan. Let me see. All I know is Florence Pugh and the um, oh, Sayorsi Ronan. Wow, that's a weird different name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm excited for Florence Pugh. She was the main character Lady Bird. That's why I really like her. She was also in Grand Budapest Hotel. Which I haven't seen yet. Would you give it yeah, to you me? Need so. to fucking watch it. Which is just, it's so good. 
But no, like, um, no, I feel like Emma Watson kind of got pushed back into, like, just star power. Like, oh, she was in Harry Potter. We can use her to get everyone. You know, like, Daniel Radcliffe kind of is doing a lot of weird fucking movies, trying to, like, just, like, just, like do things. Like, he's he's not picky at all. Like, Guns Akimbo? That was a good movie. I that was a good movie. It was a great movie. It was, like, Ready Player One meets... I, I, I uh, hardcore Henry. I didn't like people not not like, the hardcore Henry first person perspective aspect of it, but just the violence. The violence part. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like a lot of people were like shitting on that movie because it was like Dan Radcliffe, like in a weird role. But oh, like, that's fair. You but, guys weren't expecting way too much. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, I, was, I expected it to just to be like I expected well, to be dumb. Honestly, I, I expected it to be dumb too, but and I was a little more surprised than that. But. I just well, finished, uh, so double double all the time. Oh yeah, because we really haven't discussed that. We've been jumping around. Um. Tom yeah, Holland does a lot of whack shit in this movie. He does a lot. He does a lot more than what Spider Man would do for sure. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, it is pretty interesting to see uh, Batman and Spider Man go at it. <laughs> that's true. I was gonna say Spider Man comes out on top because he always does. Uh, well, actually, no. If well, okay, that's the debate for another time. But <laughs> DC versus Marvel. Marvel. DC versus Marvel. Um, let's just go with Kick Ass. <laughs> um, so now that our thoughts are out about those two films and all the various other ones we talked about, uh, let's move on to the rainbow of films we watched during the re- week. Um, so first, we're gonna go off the top, or all off the top. But we're gonna go with uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Okay, I expected um, way more out of this film than what we got. Yeah. On, okay. So first of all, it was different a different film than what I thought because I thought we were gonna go straight into like disgusting, like, disgusting gore. Okay, because you said it was number. F- it's number two, two on IMDb's most disgusting films ever made. Right, and so you said you watched Salo, which was number six. Yeah, Salo made me actually like physically ill. Right, and so I was like, I was expecting this one to be like, oh god, this is me terrible. So I was all like sitting here ready to just like just want to peel my eyes out, but it was nothing like happened. nothing happened. Like it was just like for the first half of the movie was a dis- it was it was a crew trying to dis- find the dis- find the like. Documentary crew yeah. that went missing. Right, exactly. But it was filmed like it was a movie. Like it wasn't a documentary. It was a movie. It was a movie. Yeah, it was weird. It was almost like, like a like, like it, I thought it was gonna be like a documentary style, like found footage. Right. But the first half is just like an actual movie. The second half was found footage. Yeah, for the most that, part. And like, what's shocking with it? Like, okay, so background knowledge on this film for those of you who have no clue what Cannibal Holocaust is. This film came out in 1980, and it was so disturbing that the director got arrested. The film got taken at its premiere. Because they actually thought this dude killed people for this movie. Yeah, I, didn't he had believe, to, I didn't believe you when you first saw me. I had to look it up. I was like, that's not real. But yeah, it is. Yeah. Like a- yeah, and he had to go to court. And he had his, uh, he had the cast sign, like, contract saying that they would not show themselves in public for a year to, like, promote the movie. To, like, show that they actually, like, died. <laughs> and then he had to bring them into court to prove, like, hey, man, I didn't actually kill these people. But as we were watching it, I was like, I, like... I can't, like, they're fake as shit anyway. Right, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of, like, messed up stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, fucked up things. Like, there's right? a lot of stuff in there that's like, okay, it's not, like, your normal average viewer you don't, don't want to see. But at the same time, it's not like where I'm sitting here expecting it to be, like, the most gruesome, <laughs> vile thing ever. I'm just like, okay, well, this is, like, out of all things you can show me, sure. Like, <laughs> I, I would say the most, like, you have people, like, impaled, quote-unquote, on sticks. You have, like, rape, quote-unquote, burning things, quote-unquote. But none of it came off realistic for me. I was just like, right. Oh, I was man, I've, seen this, like, I've seen this last 10 years, way more than this movie's ever shown me. Exactly. The most fucked up things in this movie is the animal violence. Yep. That's fair. Cause it's re- that and that is real. real. Yeah. Which that was a little grotesque. And I just, well, obviously that was on the part. I was just like, okay, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Cause but I like watch the, it uh, there's it. like the lemur that gets gutted where he's like holding the, he'd be like the person's hand trying to keep the knife away from him. Oh yeah. There's that. And he's holding there's the hand. Tur- and he's like pushing away and they like cut him open. 
Yeah, they pull it, the turtle out of the river, right, and, and hack his sh- head off, and hack his like, head off. That shell, oh yeah, and then you see, like, yeah, you see his like feet kicking, and like the directors in court going like, "Well, it was a quick death." No. <laughs> like, well, yeah, if his head cut off, I guess he is dead. But like, Jesus Christ! And then his head was still moving too, man. It was like trying to snap still. It's like I'm so sad. There was that monkey. Yeah, the monkey just fucking bam, cut head off. Like, holy shit! Yeah. But that's the only shocking moments of the whole movie. Everything else, I'm like, whatever. I've seen this in, like, rated R horror movies all the exactly, fucking time. Like, exactly. It wasn't anything, like... Like, Saw has done way more worse. stuff Exactly, exactly, yeah. Like, which just upsets me, because, like, Salo was a pretty fucked up movie that, like, I, I was basing this off of Salo, and, like, now I'm like, whatever. I've seen Walkabout, where they fucking killed animals and took kangaroo legs off and shit on that. Anyway, so like, no, this shit's different. That we will, and I want, I do want to mention we saw it on September twelfth, um, the day after you know nine eleven anniversary, and there's there a bunch of shots. There's between so towers. many shots between the twin towers. towers. I like doing the whole thing when they were in New York. I was like, hey, the twin towers, and I was like, okay, that was cool to be able to see the twin towers. Who knew it would be in a movie like this? But like, <laughs> what a weird movie to have yeah, the twin right? towers in. But yeah, if you just want to like, just kind of feel a little nostalgic too. I just, I mean, maybe just don't watch <laughs> the movie. Watch, just like, just like of shots of like. There is an animal cruelty free version. There is. Yeah. Which we did not watch because I was like, we're not pussies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like we just wanted the full experience of what what, what they yeah, wanted. Yeah, because this is be. the director's vision. You always want to watch the director's vision, like uh, you know, those tie tangent, the Snyder cut. We're finally getting. I gave it two stars, and my overall um, consensus was: imagine Jungle Book, but if Mowgli was <laughs> men- mentored by Hannibal Lecter instead. <laughs> Mowgli was directed. <laughs> 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 I don't know, I just, I was really, like, wanting to share, like, a fucked up movie with my friends, and I got really disappointed, so. I gave it two and a half stars. Like I said, two stars for me just means it could be better. I mean, it's not like it says the worst thing I've ever seen, but this could be better. My dog is barking. Cool. Hi, bark, bark. So, um. I, ba- I basically was like, you know, films automatically lose points to me when they kill actual animals. I just, I hate seeing that because it's fucked up and unneeded. That's fair. And, like, I've seen Andre Rublev where I saw horses get, like, their feet broken and shit like that. It's all fucked up. But I don't know. This film was just, like, not as bad. I just don't understand how people could think this shit was real. Like, they're fucking cutting a woman open it, and you can see it's just sliding on her chest. Like, it's not even going in. It's just blood, like, smearing on her chest, which, whatever. So, um, so we watched Cannibal Holocaust, and we also watched Train to Busan. Holy shit. Holy motherfucker. So, so good. It was really good. I, okay, so just precursor for like my foreign films. I've. So, I, the only foreign film I've seen before this is uh, Parasite, which that's I really so enjoyed. Sad. I know. Okay, I, know that's, I know that's sad, but it's true. That's the only foreign film I've seen before this. And honestly, like me with subtitles, I've never been like, okay, I don't want to watch subtitles. I'm not really worried about it. Then I watched Parasite, and I was like, okay, like, I don't even realize I'm watching subtitles. That's so, a, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a sign of a really good movie. That's my point, though. It's like if it's a really good movie, like not not it, it even earns more respect than just a regular movie for me because not only that can you tell a good story, but you also have stuff like I have to read subtitles. And you're and, still engaged, and I'm still engaged to the point where I don't even realize I realize I'm reading subtitles. Yeah. Okay. So, our, my first foreign film was Parasite Two. Watched that in February before the Oscars, Sorry. and. Uh, since then, I've started watching the Criterion Channel. For those of you who don't know, it's this big boutique label where a bunch of foreign and import- imported kind of movies that are, are deemed culturally significant or whatever. <laughs> you know. He goes, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, they're not always good. But I've started watching a lot of those. Um, I've seen almost everything in the first hundred spines. But, like, I've seen a lot of foreign films now. 
And you can tell when a foreign film is bad when I just like doze off. I just don't care. He's like, you got things like Salo, uh, where it's just so engaging that I was just like so fucked up that I was like so paying attention that I was just like, yeah, this is amazing. Not amazing film. It's not a good film, but it's amazing what they did. Like okay, the fucked upness. Uh, Beauty and the Beast from 1946. That movie is fantastic. Grand Illusion is pretty pretty fucking good. I don't know. There's like there's a lot of foreign yeah. Films as far as like yeah, now. exactly foreign films is just like it's, it's a whole nother fucking ball. It really is. And, and and that's something I've started to see more. But this Train to Busan um, that I it was just really good. Like it just kept you really engaged the whole time. Um, I will say the main like the main character like the dad is a mm-hmm. jackass. I didn't like him very much. You didn't like him? Not very much. Like, well, I guess he kind of he was selfish. he was very self. But I think he learned his lesson by the end though. Yeah, by the end, after he saw so many people. Well, die. but that was kind of the point. It was him like learning, learning to do the right thing. I think. But yeah, I don't know. It's just I didn't really like him. I liked, um, you know, the kid was the good. The kid was pretty good. That's a really I, good actress. There was the there was that second dude and his wife. Yeah, I cool. really liked them too. I was really sad when the you know shit happened to them. Um, but yeah, honestly, like, it just it just kept, it just didn't stop pulling punches. It just kept kept no, going. No, it was shocking. Like, once they got on the so train. Good. Once I got on the train, it was just like zoom, like just keep going. Yeah, keep it was going. like the first like fifteen minutes, like we were just sitting there, like all right, cool, whatever. And then it was just like, bam, zombie bitch on train. It's like, bam, oh zombie, shit. bam, zombie. And then when they got off the train at that station, I was like, I thought this whole movie was gonna be on a train. And then when they got back on the train, I was like, nice, that's what I wanted. I, I don't usually like zombie content or films, but this one, it was fun to watch. It was still fun to watch because it it's like, short, but it, and it keeps you moving. It's not like there's not like a lot of like slow grit to it, which I guess I'm just not a huge fan of. And uh, great uh, like slowness and and at all really usually but no and then there was that uh, that the quote unquote villain of the movie like the yeah, dude I hate that so dude fucking selfish I'm so mad at that it was dude. like they're infected it's like well obviously they're not fucking infected they're not biting anyone but all right cool uh, I said it was like Game of Thrones meets World War Z <laughs> I just was like you know the guy was willing to, to like by the end of the movie he was willing to get, risk his life for a complete stranger but it took everyone Fair. dying for him to be able to be like. I'm willing to like protect people I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I at mean, first he was like, he told his daughter he was like, see, and the reason I yourself. like the reason I liked this one is because it was the beginning of the zombie apocalypse, and it's hard. It's really hard for me to like, I don't because zombie apocalypse. I just don't like apocalyptic events. I don't think because usually those are world ending movies I don't like either. Uh, Twenty Eight Days Later is pretty good, but it was like I think I saw weird. that one. Is that the one the poster with the no? It's Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. Like, Twenty Eight oh, yeah, Days Later was uh. It, that was a British zombie film. That's pretty good. Oh. Um, Shaun of the Dead, which you haven't seen, is a fucking classic. I haven't seen that. It's such a good zombie film. It's just funny. Simon Pegg's just funny. I like my favorite. I zombie. Oh, no, not I zombie. That's a TV show. What's the Will <laughs> I Smith like that one? Show, though. What's the Will Smith one? Uh, I am Legend. I am Legend. I like that film. I've seen that since I was a kid, so I don't really, I don't really know anything. That's gonna be something. I need would to you watch? Uh, would you watch Peninsula? Yeah, yeah no, I want to watch that. Only because it's the same uh, actor, I mean, actor, same director, and um, I'm just I'm scared because it's gonna be like apparently it's like four years after the event. I'm only gonna give it a chance because I really like this one that much. And that's the only reason why. Because I, yeah, I, yeah, I still don't like I still don't like uh, zombie films. I'm, I I don't like really as a foreign film at this point because I, if I know he can do it, and that's why I want to watch it is because I know he what he did with this one. So I want to see what he can do with the new one. I just want I just want it to be good, but I've heard a lot of people trash it because it's not like the first one, which I'm like, well, you don't want it to be the first. Like, the no, first I don't really one. care that it is the first one because I don't necessarily care if it's the same thing. I just want it to be something better uh, or, or the same level. should be like better or on the same level. I don't have, it doesn't necessarily have to be, as long as it's not worse though. I just say, I hate when the sequels are worse because I'm just like, why? Yeah, why don't we make it at that point? Like, you know? like, like Sam Raimi's, like, well, we're like talk about Spider-Man forever, but... <laughs> 
Um, I will um, jump over. So you would. You can, I gave it a four. Our reviews about like our yeah on Letterbox, on Letterbox. I'm at Mitch uh, reviews at Mitch with a Y, and um, Bryce is at Payne reviews P A Y N E. Right, exactly. Um, so and then you watched one of my all time, not all time favorite horror movies. One of my one of my little like you know close to my heart horror movies. One of my first ones I ever watched. Yeah, Insidious. <laughs> I did watch. I did watch Insidious. Um, I gotta admit, I'm not. Uh, I've never been a huge fan of horror. Um, I just tend to it's get. So sad. I know. It's so sad. I know, but I'm trying to get into more, mostly just because of you. <laughs> I mean, um, I love horror. That's why my whole tattoos are horror, so it just fits. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. You just have like a whole sleeve of horror, and that's why I was like, okay, I feel like I gotta know what like what <laughs> you got. Well, I gotta be able to talk about this. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, it's, I watched Insidious for the first time. Um, and it was actually really good. Like I, I liked, enjoyed it very much because it, it, it wasn't just like your standard paranormal activity, and that's kind of why I just assumed it was. Um, ghost, ghost films are really hard, man. Because some ghost films really like oversell but, uh, that like spectral aspect. I, and they, but I like the fact that they kind of delved into they like, went this, into their they world, went into the, their world, and it was it was more than just like. You, you can't, it was like they could actually fight them. Like they could actually yeah, do they something. Go, they go back there and they can actually yeah. like, physically. And that's why I really enjoyed this film because like. Yeah, they're, they're ghosts, but they still gave you an avenue to do something. Because usually, when like an exorcist shows up, that's kind of where it conjuring. ends. Yeah, conjuring. Yeah, conjuring. Yeah, that's usually where it ends. It's like uh, the, the exorcist shows up, and not the, there's also a movie called The Exorcist, but yeah, but no, I haven't but, seen that. I haven't either. But um, but yeah, you, you get the point. Is like something shows up, and then you know, and then they get the they, priest, they, they get the priest, they, but then they die or something like that, and, and they're the like, priest, I'm out of here. The priest gets injured I can't or whatever, do this. and then there's like they put like fucking Bible paper on the walls or whatever. Yeah, and but I'm and then you know and and in a cool note that I'm excited to see to see the next one. So. You're gonna be really disappointed at the second. I'm sure I probably will be complex, but if I, if I had to rank it, it'd probably be one, four, three, two. I don't uh, really like the second one at all. Also, okay. the timeline jumps around all over the fucking place after the second one. So, so I know you watched a film that I haven't watched, but um, what was that one again? I forgot. You forgot? Oh god, dude! I watched so many movies. There's like an older film. I'm pretty sure. Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. There, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm not talking about the Thirteen Ghosts from 2000. I don't like that movie. That movie <laughs> sucks. The only good part about that movie is Matthew Lillard. That's it. That's all. It's good. I don't know why people like that movie. The movie's garbage. <laughs> My wife and I watched that last night. I didn't like it. Uh, we watched. We watched the 1960s Thirteen Ghosts by William Castle. Holy shit! This director was so good. It's not like okay. I won't say good as like you know. It's like the best movie ever made. Oh, but like, fair, it was so unique. So since I don't know anything about it. You should start selling me on why I should watch this movie. Well, you don't watch old movies, so it's hard. <laughs> well, no, I don't, but yes, I, I, well, I generally don't like old movies, but, uh, but that is not saying that they okay, can't so, be some good ones. So, so if I was, like, if would, would you recommend this to, to me, I guess what you say? Do you have 3D glasses? Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the one you're telling me about? Okay, so honestly, I would be, I would be interested to check. Uh, you should tell them because I would be interested in checking this out only because of that aspect. Okay, so William Castle was a director in the 1960s. We did a lot of, like, horror movies, but they were, like, gimmick horror movies, and I love this. So, like, he would get, like, skeletons and put them in, like, theaters to, like, swing down the audience during certain parts of movies. He would, like – oh, God, I'm just going to talk about 13 Ghosts because it's, like, one of my favorite gimmick things. Sure. But, like, Mr. Sodonicus is another movie he did where apparently, like, he pretended, like, people had to vote what happened in the end of the movie, which they don't, but he made it seem like they do, and right. that's the kind of shit he did. So, like, in 13 Ghosts, it starts off with, like, well, do you believe in ghosts? If you do – you have these nice little ghost viewers, and they, like, handed these people in the theaters in the 1960s, these little, like, cardboard ghost viewers with, like, a turquoise-colored blue film mm-hmm. and red film. 
So if you believed in ghosts, you looked through the red film. If you did believe in ghosts, you looked through the blue film. But it was only in certain parts of the movie where it was blue. Like the screen would turn blue. And so throughout the film, there would be sections that would come on. Like there would be like in the kitchen and they would be like the screen would do blue. And it would be like put on your viewers now. And then you like put, put your up and it would work with like – I had these old 3D glasses with, like, the red and green. Like, it's green, not blue, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, when you, we'd look through the red, and the ghost would be more vibrant because they'd be red-colored. But if you look through the blue side, now mine's green, so it didn't really work. But if you look through the green, they would disappear. Well, blue, but you know. Right, yeah. They, they, would, they would go away, so you wouldn't see them. That's such a weird concept to, to, <laughs> to be able to – because, like, that sounds like the f- – what was like the, that, like, kind of sort of the first use of 3D glasses? No, because 3D is around since, like, the – 30s roughly like they were doing 3d okay, I'll be honest, the first time i actually remember 3d being a real thing was with it didn't um, really jaws get, it didn't, yeah it didn't really get popular until like the 70s or 80s but they were experimenting it with like the 30s and the 40s but that just sounds cool i didn't even know it was around until then because i thought jaws was just the first one to have it, something like that in there yeah it was like it's a rough aspect like it'd be 3d quote unquote but it really wouldn't be like the 3d we know of as 3d that's fair but like yeah so 13 ghosts is about this guy who inherits this house from his uncle who he thought he had died years ago like, gone, you know, doesn't exist. So he would, like, inherit this house, and he and his family are in rough times there. Like, all their stuff's been repossessed. Their house is basically empty. And their son has a birthday, and he wishes that they would be able to get a house with full furnishing. Well, the next day, of course, you know, because 1960s movie, a lawyer showed up was like, hey, man, you inherited this house. And so they go in. It's full, fully furnished. But he tells them, he's like, yeah, but you inherit the 13 ghosts that, inherit, that are inside the house, too. And they're like, ghost. No, ghost man, that's not real. Ghost, dude, there's ghosts here. <laughs> ghosts don't exist, so they like they go in this house and they start doing their you know daily lives, right? Well, then things start happening. Like uh, salt would be spilled. The sun starts telling them, like, yeah, man, I went downstairs. And I Angelina Jolie. Sorry, you said salt. <laughs> I uh, I went downstairs and I spent this lion tamer and this lion, and the parents are like, the fuck. <laughs> but the side thing is hidden in this house. It's apparently the uncle's fortune. Oh. So the lawyer is trying to find the fortune. So the son, <laughs> like... a uh, kilo of cocaine right next to the camera <laughs> blind. That's good luck finding it. <laughs> but the son, like, uh, he slides down the banister. Mm-hmm. And he, like, when he slides down, money appears. And he's like, whoa, so weird, right? Like, I just got $200. $200. Which in, tw- which in 1960 right. is a, a lot of money. So like the lawyer's like, where'd you get that? Uh, where'd you get that money, boy? And, and he's like, I found it. He's like, where? What were you doing when you found it? I was like, I don't know. He's like, you want to make a deal? And they start like the lawyer basically was like, hey man, you help me find the money and we can like give it to your parents. All I'm like, I'm gonna take this money for myself. You know, mm, yeah, makes sense. And basically like they they basically like get rid of the lawyer. I don't. God, I forget what they do. Yeah. Well, well what did what did you end up? What did you end up giving it? Four stars. Okay, that's fair. Because I like, I I like that I interactive. Get, I, yeah, I do too. I like, I like that interactive aspect of it that you can just like. Yeah, he did that in a lot of his films, which I was just. I mean, I just wanted to watch this because everyone today is like, 13 Ghosts is so good, but they're talking about the 2001. But, but does it Does it have any correlation to <laughs> that one? None. It's just a remake. But I don't think anyone knows it's a remake of this 1960 film. Wow. So everyone just goes in there like, oh, yeah, it's this. And it's a cool concept. Further proving that. that most of the Hollywood is remakes, reboots, and. It's so sad. Whatever. Well, okay, I don't mind that much, but like, because I like seeing. Uh, okay, so I don't mind that much because I think I'm in the minority of how, my opinions, but I like seeing new iterations of stuff. So it depends you, what it's about because I wouldn't want to see a new iteration of like Wizard of Oz or like Gone with the Wind. No, but that's yeah. Well, those I've are, never seen those Gone are like, with, but those are like masterpiece classics. Like, there you can't improve those. 
Yeah, but well, also you can't approve them, but also like it's just kind of like what you, what new interpretation are you going to bring to it? Like if you can bring a new interpretation to it, that it was like is this something okay, that we see new iterations of no, classic films? We have like the Karate Kid. Oh yeah, well, Smith, that's not it's not that great. <laughs> but I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure of other ones that I can't think of that. But but I just like seeing new iterations. Like I, I, I what I always bring it back to is Spider Man. Um, just because I, I like because these new actor brings their own their own flavor and flair and exa- exactly like and that's Garfield one of the did, did his own thing with it and made his own character version even though it wasn't really well received. Fair, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was well received at first, but, but then the, the second, second one, one wasn't. It. Well, no, it wasn't even him. It was just the fact that the writing sucked. The writing the sucked. They, they tried to make too too much about building a universe without. Remember, remember, remembering go. exactly without remembering to create a good movie first. But yeah. I, I really, I really liked the original Thirteen Ghosts. It really surprised me how much I really liked it. Like, uh, God, I forget what. Let me see what I wrote about it. I rated a lot of shit since then. Yeah, it definitely seems like something I'd, I'd want to check out. If nothing more than just because that that three um, D aspect of it. A long time ago. Okay, um, it was my first William Castle movie, and the dude was ahead of his time, man. He really was with the gimmicks and this. I mean, it was just it was a lighthearted horror film that had pretty cool effects for 1960. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie, and you know, as a really weird villain, like the villain is not really a villain. He's just a like greasy man. Just, but uh, it, it's such a cute little horror film. Like I'm gonna do quote unquote horror. It's really not scary. It's just it's a fun little Halloween film to watch. It's like one of those just like yeah, quote unquote horror movies, but like just like Halloween Town. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you know what is a really cute horror movie? Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Okay, we'll talk about that eventually. Cause I will watch that, and I'm going to talk about that at some okay. point because yeah, I'll, wait, 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 talk about that because it's so cute. I love yeah, it. I want to watch that at some point because I'm, I'm going to get it soon and watch it because like that because I don't know why. Just your <laughs> Sam was just so Sam. Cute. Yeah, I don't know that. Just, you sent me that, and I was like, bro, that seems like awesome. And you tell me he killed somebody with a sucker, and I was like, I'm down. I need to watch this. I, <laughs> it's I don't so know. fucking cute, man. Like uh, we were just like my wife and I were just sitting in bed. And we're like, well, who the fuck is this dude? Of I need to watch this. Um, I just started rewatching the X Men series, um, and I'm trying to get through all of them again. Are you rewatching the New Mutants? Well, I mean, no, I'm not going to go to the theater to watch New Mutants again, no. But because I already saw it twice, <laughs> two times is enough. I already, yeah, I already saw it twice, um, which is not well. It's not bad, but it's not very great. Yeah, it's it's. I think people just had their hopes up too much. And they it's thought, on par with Dark Phoenix for me. They just thought they thought it was going to be like a movie in production for three years. But okay, like, I don't know what it is about X Men for me. But, like, nothing is bad. Like, I know Dark Phoenix is like, not good. I know New Moons is not that great. But, like, I still love them. And I it's like, when I rewatched The Last Stand with my wife, because she had never seen the X-Men series before last year, mm-hmm. we were, like, watching it. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I know Last Stand sucks, but, man, I'm really having I know. a fun time. That's like, what I, like I said, I just watched X-Men again. No, Apocalypse, and, though, I'm not, I don't have a good time. Ooh, yeah, that I'm one might be a little, little bit lower than that. But I'll have to watch it again. As I watch it again, I'll update you. But X-Men, the first one... Um, I just I don't know why why I just like the whole the whole dichotomy of that their bowl like that uh, Professor Xavier and um, Charles and uh, what's the other guy's name Magneto Jeez, my brain's not working out yeah they their friendship is so real in that I, I know I like it because like they're on the same side but they're just approaching it differently and that's why they're enemies like they're like we we're both trying to fight for the same thing but like and I'm doing it this way a, you're doing it that it's way a playful banner it's not like they're really like they're hating each other they're just like I don't agree with your way you don't agree with mine we'll just see who gets there first and it's and I also like that it builds this entire like universe around one character Wolverine because really it's it just so follows sad, Wolverine it's really not about Wolverine it's not but they very much they're follow like, him through it they know what they had with you Jackman man like right away they were like 
We, he's you know, be the center. You know what I noticed uh, watching this again is that Wolverine began for the most with with Rogue. You know, there be him taking care of Rogue, yeah. and he ended with taking care of a little girl. Oh man, I, think, oh my God. I was like, oh my gosh, how did, that's so cool. That's I didn't realize that. I know. I, he, he ended up in a camper riding with a little girl, you know, and he just kind of being like all rough and gruff. And then he learned. God damn it. And then he just, he just like pile drives into the ground, like just, you know, in, in Logan going back to. Oh, I haven't watched it, but just, you know, just he just kind of like took a reverse character turn, you know. You're going to make me want to rewatch it because I've only rewatched the I know, I didn't realize. <laughs> no. I was just like. I didn't really like the whole thing of the governor and him being like a mutant or I guess, honestly, I guess I never even realized what he, what Magneto was doing. He wasn't even, I, cause I, I just always assumed he was like doing some like, you know, evil thing, but it's like, he was just trying to turn people into mutants. And I was like, is that really a bad thing? I was like, I want to be a mutant. So I was just like, but like he's doing it forcibly, but I also like, I, one thing I know, I, I, know, think I, really, I know, I get it. Like why they're stopping him. But at the same time, I'm also like, but he's not doing a bad thing. Like he's giving everybody powers. He doesn't understand that they were being killed either. He didn't realize that like the dude died when he, when they were told they're like he's dead. And he's like, I don't know. I, I, that's I, fair. I don't know. Like I, don't know. you're just lying to me. He's like, not. Yeah, he's not. He should be exactly. But th- that's the, the fact that I like though. He's still trying to do the right. What he thinks is the right thing, and that's why I love that character so much. I really love the X Men because it originated in like the '60s, right mm-hmm. during like the Civil Rights Movement. It was basically just like Marvel's way of being like, yo. Well, see, okay, now know, like everyone's equal. Speaking of that. How is that going to be trans? Well, I mean, I mean, we're we're not going like, to even get be able to get close to guess, but just in the MCU, how are they going to bring that in? Because Here's they haven't been established. Is in humans because they're bringing in like Miss Marvel and stuff and like in Disney Plus. But I don't know why I don't like X Men are basically the same fucking thing. They are, but like, it, it, well, I don't know why. Okay, so no, so okay. Here's the thing. So, uh, Inhumans are transformed through terragenesis. like yes, they're altered they're, they're later. Alien DNA. They're, so yeah, they're, they're altered through alien DNA, DNA but. X Men is that they just they're, as they're, a humans they yeah their genes you know evolved and they become mutant, but they're almost like the exact same thing which I think is going to confuse a lot of they are uh, they are it's like a small detail you have to kind of like but then Miss Marvel is going to be at like Captain Marvel too which is confirmed like that's where her debut is going to be didn't in. they cancel it in the Inhumans movie though the Inhumans movie is not happening right okay, that's what I thought yeah Miss Marvel is getting her own Disney Plus show and is Miss Marvel Inhuman. Yes. I didn't know that. So she's going to be... They could just make her not a human, you know? There's, no, I wouldn't like that. Not only that, but that she's the she's the first Muslim Marvel character. Like, well, they could, Oh, yeah, they sure shouldn't they take that. They should just like, keep her the way she is, because they want to bring in humans into it anyway, because humans are such a big fucking deal. But my issue with the Inhumans is like... Okay, I'll be honest. I play the Avengers, demo for Avengers, but I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her in the Avengers game either. She's like... She, every single time she sees like a shield or something, I'm like, oh, it's Captain America's shield. She's like, oh, it's Captain America's shield. You're like, like, That's uh, me. I want to be the one to do right, it. Exactly. I want to be the one to do it. I want to be the one. Plus, it's just the way the way she does it. It's just a little corny, like too yeah, corny. It's too, it's too much. Like I'm an immature person. Like you're like, you're like at least I'm an immature person. <laughs> like, you're at least twelve. Right. And the game happens. You're at least sixteen. You really shouldn't be like jumping up and down when you see like Iron Man's repulsor glove after biting into a fucking like, light building. Like this, that doesn't make sense. But yeah, I mean, just overall, I think I gave it, I gave it four stars. I, I think it's a three out of five movie, a good movie. But I gave it a, a great movie or four out of five because it's nostalgic, man. Yeah, just very, I think very I, much I think nostalgic. I gave it a four star too. I'm pretty, actually, I'm pretty fucking sure I gave it four stars because I was like, just nostalgia, exactly. I don't. It's just so good, and then well, everything with Rogue, and then her, her trying to like not to touch people, but then even even as that evolves, three and a half, three and a half. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you get half star for nostalgia. Sweet. Well, so what was your what is your second film that you wanted to bring up 
Do you remember? It's gonna be trick or treat, but you don't want to oh. talk about it, so it's fine. I mean, you can talk, you can talk about it as long as you don't spoil it. I don't spoil it. anything. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. Fine. I'll end up spoiling it if I talk about it, and I'd, I'd rather just like talk about it. Next That's fair. Time. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see. Okay, well, I'll make sure. You don't have to worry about it next week. Like, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll bring it up during October. October. That'd be, that's gonna be a fun month. It's a horror, so spookween. Spookween. Exactly. I'm gonna try to watch a lot of horror movies in in uh, October there. So, well, um, uh, we've so, been talking for at least like an hour now, right? Yeah, we have been. We definitely have been. So, with that being said, um, with our <laughs> thoughts on random weekly movie movies in the Nexus, we move on to next week's movies. Uh, since every week we watch a film before recording the podcast, we thought it would be fun to switch off on and uh, off and on who picks the movie for that week and announce it for the first time right now is me, uh, Mitchell. Um, <laughs> I'm starting this tradition out uh, by picking the film for next week. So, I picked... Because you have not seen anything in the franchise, and I was shocked by this. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. <laughs> so what I mean, do you think fair. about that? <laughs> I mean, I own them, so that's fine. I just haven't watched them yet. That's fair. Okay, so I don't think I've watched the first few Mission Impossibles. And Mission, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol was the first one I watched in the theaters. And I was like, let's go. Like, <laughs> All I know about it is Tom Cruise does his own stunts. And that's literally all I got. He does his own stunts. And I thought I he's a weird guy. Simon Pegg's in it. I love him. Simon Pegg's really good in this too. Yeah, yeah and that, I love him. He's like one of my favorites. I really like Mission. I really like the that Mission Impossible movie and it cut because I think that's because they're on. They did two more after that. It was uh, Fallout and Rogue Nation. It was Rogue, well, Rogue Nation then Fallout. I was but, like, um, pretty sure Fallout's last. One. Right. The Fallout's I was like, starting to be like, do I not have them all? Because I like, I know I have Fallout. And then there's like yeah, and then there's one like I think Mission Boss Ghost Protocol was the sixth one. Oh my god, there's. Two. But I don't. I haven't watched the first five, so I'm not too worried about it. I just know like six one is really good, and uh, that's where I started watching it, and that's where I feel like it would be a good place for that, just because I know it's really good. So, all right, all right, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us um, as we talk movie news, shared our thoughts on Tenet. Got and, really off tangent. Off tangent on a lot of topics. <laughs> um, and delved into our weekly movie watches. Uh, be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. We're going to be on Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. trying to get on iTunes. I really don't know how to do that because I don't use iTunes, but I'm going to try. We'll, we'll get as many places <laughs> as we can. Um, you can stay connected with Bryce Payne by following him at... Uh, Payne Reviews on Letterboxd. I really don't use much other social media right now. That's fair. Yeah, Letterboxd is a great way to connect with us. You can comment on all our reviews. You can um, see how many I watch. I think my average this like per month right now is 60 films. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I, I, I can't pump it up to those numbers. Those are I'm a, I'm a very rookie numbers, but uh, I'm trying. Um, and I'm at Mitch Reviews again. That's uh, Mitch with a Y, so M Y T C H uh, Reviews. Um, and you can connect, connect with me also if you want on uh, Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler and on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler. Way more things than I do. I know. I'm sorry. I, I am not. <laughs> I do other things. Oh. I, I also I'm also an author, so that's the thing. Um, and remember, like Mitchell spelled with M Y T C H E L. Pain is spelled with a Y instead of an R. It's an E. It's a pain. It's pain. <laughs> more elegant. No. <laughs> well, that's all for this week, our fellow cinephiles, and until next time. Excelsior! Excelsior. <laughs>